Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. My name's Barry. I live right above you. I don't host parties. I host after parties. They're like parties, only louder and nobody goes home. You can see right here I ripped out all the carpeting because it was holding me back with my pogo stick. Man's got a pogo. Oh, I'm a prankster. I'll grease up a soda can and then when somebody grabs it, boom! <laughs> Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. बहुत बहुत धन्यवाद आप सभी लोगों का यहाँ पे आने के लिए और हमारी टीम का साथ देने के लिए और हम यहाँ पर खड़े हैं क्योंकि वेल well, जब आप लोग आते तो हमें प्रोत्साहन मिलता है a world championship 2014 has been won by nico rosberg mercedes gp another one to another record set straight but thank you so much nico because now you give us something to look forward in the double points fiasco at abu dhabi so great great thank you to nico also thanks to lewis hamilton because well he spun and then he got some drama and he got back and well, wasn't comfortable for nico for sure absolutely he was totally uncomfortable all through the race although his post race comment was like i never let lewis get within striking distance mm-hmm. but it always seemed like hamilton was far quicker well, far far quicker i don't know what he's won in those tires but he's just understood something that nico hasn't but the good thing is yes uh, you know the fight always makes it a bit interesting for the for the people who see for people like you and me and i'm going to add to that mm. Lewis Hamilton has found a very interesting supporter in Felipe Massa his championship rival from 2008 and when they kept coming together in, in, in back in the McLaren Ferrari days and well they've almost pushed each other in the paddock so what has Massa actually said Massa said that he will not help Nico win the world championship mm-hmm. because he wants to win in Abu Dhabi and not come second and he said that Lewis deserves this year's championship what do you think okay no matter how much people label us as Nico favorites or whatever or whatever we still want to turn around and say yes lewis has had the pace he's been quick we had our doubts in 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 favoring in 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 that front but uh, maybe it wouldn't be wrong to say that yes he's deserved it well i think so and you know it's good you bring it out because let's put the record straight it's not that we are nico rosberg fans or lewis hamiltons maybe it's a 5149 if that's the selection that mm-hmm. one would make mm-hmm. but you and i love the fact that rosberg has been able to deliver a fight mm-hmm. and make this championship interesting much like vettel made it boring for all these years <laughs> imagine if that was not the case all the teams would have got together and said okay take the v6 hybrids out it's boring only one driver is winning etc etc which is anyways being talked about in the paddock yeah and that's we should come to after we celebrate all the fun we had in brazil lot of fun we had in brazil lot of fun massa and his son had in brazil massa driving very well getting a penalty still having the pace to cover that penalty and the other drivers and he asked for the soft compounds 
purposefully uh, from Pirelli and and he got uh, well, lucky with those and i love the t-shirt that his son wears my daddy drives a williams f1 rishi why don't we get you a t-shirt why don't you have a son or a daughter for that matter mm-hmm. right saying my daddy speaks on the inside line formula 1 podcast okay you want a son i'm okay with that why is the marriage such a big clause well in the part of the world we come from <laughs> i have a get out clause in this contract <laughs> 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 okay 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 going back to the race massa great podium great for the fans great for him raikkonen fantastic two stop strategy i mean racers were not even able to hold tires in a three stop but i don't know how he did this he's been doing this since the lotus days and well he was looking like he was giving alonso a tough time and if he'd not had that goof up in in the pit stop with the jacks i believe he could have would have just finished in front of fernando Which brings me to, of course, what everyone else even thought of when mm-hmm. they saw the race. Mm-hmm. That was Ferrari's way of publicly declaring that that's it, bye bye, Fernando Alonso, the man who could command to get any car out of his side. Well, any Ferrari-powered car out of his side mm-hmm. couldn't do that to Kimi Raikkonen in Brazil. What a public display of hatred! You know, I think we should call this podcast "Kimi is Faster Than You." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, coming back to that, Raikkonen making news again when he turns up in the post-race conference and says, "I didn't know where I finished." You know, you know, he should be the brand ambassador for the Inside Line <laughs> Formula One podcast, Rishi Kapoor. I mean, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another driver who did really well, according to me, was Hulkenberg. He had a reverse three-stop strategy, and he led the race for a few laps, which is, I, I think, the only non-Mercedes. Uh, yes, the only non-Mercedes driver. Mm-hmm. to actually have led the race after Ricciardo's win in Belgium earlier this year. Now, another guy who got his money's worth was Jensen Button. Brilliant. I think race after race after race he's just reminding that Formula 1 without him is going to be incomplete. And I don't know what McLaren are thinking, but if I was McLaren I would just say Jensen just just relax you're there for next year. Yeah, okay. you know it's it's a very interesting dilemma I guess McLaren is in. Mm-hmm. We all know and even Alonso now knows he's joining McLaren uh, next year. Mm-hmm. I think the dilemma that McLaren is facing is should we have Jensen in for one year or two years? My guess is they would have approached Button to race for a year mm-hmm. and then give the seat to Magnussen because let's face it Magnussen hasn't done too badly in the in qualifying maybe in the race pace he still needs to pick up. But is he Kvyat good? I wouldn't know. I mean it's something for the paddock insiders to know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Kvyat is that good but we'll come to that. <laughs> so my feeling coming back to the Jensen issue is Jensen is saying hey guys you know what I will wait but I need two seasons to race not a season. Mm-hmm. You figure out your life if you need me if you don't need me I'm out and which is why his point of I need to feel wanted probably came out earlier in the day. You know if I was McLaren I would think hey for me Alonso is is the guy I'm getting in. For me I want him to look at championship uh, lead and you know developing the car etc etc. Jensen is great. but why not keep magnuson and save a lot of millions well if i was mclaren i'd do something even more radical mm-hmm. get magnuson to qualify in the car <laughs> and then get jensen to race it on the sunday <laughs> very well put my friend uh, well somebody who designs and manipulates very well is bernie eccleston earlier statement said formula 1 is in a crisis we need to distribute money well the latter statement which happened in the brazilian grand prix was formula 1 is not into a crisis teams that do not have the money need to spend more wisely 
I am actually going to laugh out on this Rishi because he said he was the one who probably was to blame for the crisis as well <laughs> and then suddenly the te- the blame has been put on the teams for having outspent themselves which by the way is also true in its own way because in formula 1 yes the more the money the faster you go although ferrari aren't the best example for that but red bull is and maybe mercedes this year as well Okay, so now that you bring up the Red Bull example, Red Bull ended up saying that when we were the midfield team, when we were a smaller team, we didn't spend so much. But we probably looked at the future, a promising one, and you have Red Bull's backing. The energy drink actually pours a lot of dollars on your front wing and your rear wing, and you get the championships. Absolutely, you know. Let's remember that in Formula One, there are two types of teams. There are the Ferrari, McLaren, Mercedes, Red Bull, etc. whose core business is not formula 1 their core business is selling cars or selling energy drinks mm-hmm. and they use formula 1 as a marketing platform for that core business whereas if you see the midfield teams which is the sahara force india sauber lotus caterham not really marussia etc the core business for these teams has been to go racing and what they do in turn is the money they make from racing is the money they put back and the problem here is they don't make enough money in formula 1 so the problem clearly is the sport makes money it's not a pauper it just needs to distribute the pie very well bernie has to learn to let go yes and i like when you said the sport makes money because you and i don't on the inside and formula <laughs> podcast but you know i'm going to add another statistic to this rishi yes formula 1 is probably the only sport making so much money mm. after the olympics and the football world cup and and olympics and, and the football world cup what happened once in 4 years or something like and that and we go racing once every 12 days imagine we need that to happen more often uh when we go racing i don't know what engine we are going to be picking up because some teams are saying we've spent a lot of money on the v6 hybrid let's keep it some teams are saying oh we want the v8s back because it's very very fan friendly it makes a lot of noise which one is going to be the future because the paddock is talking and having a distributed opinion about this we are going to see the politics of the power train mm-hmm. play out in the near future mm-hmm. bernie has all the race organizers on his side saying we want the v8s we don't give a damn about the environment mm-hmm. we want something that sounds really well mm-hmm. whereas mercedes is the one saying listen we need to go the hybrid way because that's the future of automotive technology in mm-hmm. terms of power trains so the paddock is split of course renault and ferrari want to go back to vh because they were good back then mm-hmm. and personally i think we shouldn't make the shift so soon mm-hmm. we need a stable regulation because every time we make a shift like this the first teams to get affected are the smaller teams like we keep talking about them mm-hmm. i think we should stick to v6 hybrids even though they don't sound too well rishi and i'm sure they'll come up with a solution of how they can sound well probably they'll hire Uh, somebody to make the noise on a mic or something band baja barat yeah probably you and i can go do the <laughs> <laughs> okay we know all the sounds we'll also tell you what's going to come up in the next edition of the inside line f1 podcast we're going to talk about the safety car rule tweak we're going to talk about the survival of the small teams the double point fiasco in abu dhabi what is the permutation combination between lewis hamilton and nico rosberg and very crucially if rosberg wins because of double points will or will it not be a credible victory over and out look in your home look in your office look in your home office everywhere you turn there's so much smart 
At Capella University, we think education should be smart, too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so, too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.